Joining me again from a t- podcast from my tiny home. I'm currently sitting on the first first level of my tiny home. This, this sounds really fancy, but it's just my bad. No, so it's it's a bad time story, but I won't keep it that long. I got great feedback from uh, I think Shaki was it. Like I'm I'm always glad when people listen to my podcast and especially when they give me feedback. So thanks to Shaki for like telling me th- what she liked, what she did not like. She gave me technical uh, feedback, and I will try to figure out the issues with the player that it works better when you play the podcast on your phone. Um, the podcast is currently on the iTunes queue as well. It's not, you know, um, what is it, granted or like published there, but I'm working on that. Also Spotify might come soon, so I hope this will fix um, some technical issues. Uh, another comment of hers was that the introduction was slightly too long, so um, I will make it shorter this time and also there is not that much to talk because I'm just in my place and not traveling so I don't have that much to tell you but I will what I have to tell you'll see for another episode so um, I just quickly want first of all thanks for like the my how, how can I tell how can I call them um, the lovely people that supported me um, in a wonderful way in making this podcast episode um, not possible because it would be possible otherwise and huh, I'm just trying to, to how to, to say it they make it possible that I can publish it on my own website because those people backed me up they helped me in, um, in a financial way I, I don't want to like sugar sugar it but they they helped me greatly and I'm really glad for their support because when it, it it is not about the money but it's also about the money and I'm super grateful that you appreciated my my work as an artist or just what I do or just me as a person enough to back me up with some money and I'm super grateful for that I'm also super grateful for all other people that support me with 
you know, feedback, with sharing my stuff, with with whatever, with just being kind to me and sending me messages and or just being kind for a, a simple heart emoji con here and there. I really see that I love that and there is no like leveling I love this person more just because they gave me a few bucks or not. I get budgets, I get tight budgets, so um, please be reassured. I'm grateful for all your support. But um, since some people were so great to really make me feel seen um, and appreciated as an artist and help me to keep doing what I want to do, um, I just want to like give them a quick shout out. So um, to like, I will just go with their first names and those are the names they have on Facebook um, just for privacy reasons i think the people i'm talking about they already know who who i'm referring to but i don't want to like you know use real names if they're not comfy with that so thanks to donna um she has a great tea business by the way and her mermaid tea now i'm giving away so much uh um Donna's tea is great. I think she's the only one I I will like I will link her down below because she has a great tea business and she has that mermaid tea. And I could spoil it now, but just please go on her page and look at the video because it is ooh, it's magic. I'm doing this with all my nanny kids. So I'm a nanny part-time and I do it with all the little ones and they freaking love it. I do it also with my friends and we all freaking love it um, because it's it's basically science. But, you know, with kids, it's always like science and magic combined and, and it's fun. So thanks to Donna. Uh, thanks to Janine. Thanks to Sasa. Uh, thanks to Mary. Thanks to Mara. Thanks to Claudia. And thanks to Jan. Did I, I hope they not did it? No, that, that is all of them. Thanks to you lovely people. Um, you'll all get a little present um, in the near, maybe not so near future, but um, your support is not forgotten and I will try to come up. You know, I have my tiny little notebook on there. Like I have little keywords, what might make you happy. So thanks for making this um, this episode accessible through my website. And now um, I have the pleasure to present you another, another artist. And she's a musician. I met her through uh, the Amanda Palmer like fan group. And um, I don't know really how we got in closer contact, but I'm glad we did. And um, she's an artist, bass player, singer, songwriter. She just recently came up with um, a, de- a self-definition for her, for her, the, for the kind of music she makes. And I, I don't want to spoil too much, but what I say, I want to say before we start the interview um, is that her her theme like her her message is like you don't have to be perfect it's it, unperfectionist she's like celebrating an unperfectionism is an unperfectionist behavior which is great which keeps you going and don't worry um, about the outcome and so you're so worried that you don't even start as a person like as a person like me that is constantly over worried and therefore blocked i i think that is a great thing we should or like i should achieve more and so i try to be more calm and this is why i'm try to not freak out because i know like the recording 
which was done super spontaneously is not perfect but it does not have to be i'm glad that it, it, it is out that it will be online soon that you can enjoy it and i think you'll enjoy it no matter if there are like tiny flaws in it or not um it, it's not like i want to sell you rubbish or stuff but i think i don't want to be to like work on it for two more months and uh, worry about like maybe tiny like minor flaws and but this will keep the project like you know hidden for a while so it is a raw it's a raw interview it was done super spontaneously so i asked her and she was like yeah you know yeah interview sounds great uh you want to do it now and i'm like uh Okay, give me 10 minutes to make some tea and then we figured out some technical stuff. We recorded it like via um, uh, podcast program. Uh, the setting is not optimal, but it worked. We had a lot of fun. It was a really nice chat. And so I will give it to you now. Um, and I hope you will enjoy it as much as I do. You'll get all the links to her artwork. Um, in in the credits like in the show notes and um instead of my usual like closing theme which is the same as my like opening theme um you'll get uh, one of her songs i think that that's a nice closure so um i'll leave you now with the interview and after that you'll get one of jm's songs which is my personal favorite um because it's it's you know i'm a tea addict so it fits kind of nicely that i mentioned donna before um because donna makes great tea mermaid's tea i think I, I should go and make myself some mermaid's tea right now um you can never have too much like mermaid magic in your in your um in your morning it's it's just like i think it's 7 a.m <laughs> so kind of early but it's getting so bloody hot in in here in austria right now so you have to use the early hours otherwise you are like just heat killed and i get heat headaches a lot and this knocks me out completely so i will go and help myself with some tea and i leave you with a great talk um with JM and then also the tea song. So enjoy. Despite some technical troubles, I think we mastered them now. Um, today I'd like to welcome uh, like JM. Um, so JM, like, I think that's, this is your first time, like our first time, like how romantic. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so could you please like introduce yourself to the listeners? Uh, well, hello, I'm Jane Wolf. Um, that's my name I choose for for my solo project. And I make uh, music, I I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, music is such a wild thing. So, you know, any certain, yeah. any certain like direction or style you prefer? Uh, I get the question a lot. I don't know uh, what style I have. It's, it's a single songwriter, mostly, maybe indie, alternative. The problem is I'm alone. I'm singing and I'm playing bass guitar and you can't do metal with only those two things. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's... I don't think I have a I have a genre of um, like I do only steampunk or I do only uh, um, indie stuff. I just I just do whatever comes in in my mind, on my mind. Yeah, but 
but you know that can be a great thing because variety is great and you can you know try whatever yeah that's right want. especially when you're alone you make it sound like you're such a lonely lonely musician but i think you have currently also some <laughs> projects going on right oh yeah just a few um i once started a group called the uh, worldwide uh, band of imperfectionists and we have a group on facebook you can always join if you want we are all artists and musicians who just want to make music and art together and who don't care if it's perfect or not um, also i'm a bass player in a band called kingdom down we have our first gig in, on saturday yeah cool make a rock punk rock yeah and also i'm i'm in an orchestra playing clarinet and i'm going on tour with some musicians in november also playing clarinet and we visit uh, child children's hospital and hospices and play children's music for them yeah i think that's, that's a great charity project you do and we will put like all the yes. dates in, like in the in the comment section below so people can actually check it out if they want to come to one of the concerts um but also like what is the group so how many people are in your like unperfectionist perfectionist uh, online artist group how many people are a part of that oh i don't know there i think like uh, boy i don't know there are many lurkers i have to say there are a handful of people who um, wanted to do something and there are many who just sit there and and watch and listen and maybe wait until we do something they they want to join and that's totally fine right now we're not doing anything um, we we made one song together and tried uh, two or three other songs but um, we all have a life outside of the internet <laughs> so it's uh, difficult to uh, to do this together but it uh, it can work it can work we have to put a lot of time in it and patience and stuff yeah but it also sounds like a great support group like for like individual projects um <laughs> Yeah, I have a Facebook page where over 300 100 people are following me. I also have Twitter where if you follow me, but I'm not really um, I'm not really online on Twitter. I'm more a Facebook person. I also have YouTube and SoundCloud and um, I have a group on Facebook where people are in that I, I, I trust people and people who want to know stuff about me which i don't um, share publicly they can join the group and talk to me and we can have a little discussions and stuff and i also have patreon and yeah there are uh, 12 people right now supporting me and i'm very very uh, grateful that they that they are there yeah so but right now like facebook is your like go-to platform or yes indeed uh, Facebook is my. I feel I feel at home in Facebook. I always discuss in uh, in groups and on pages and stuff, and I'm always online there. It's uh, not so good, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, you can always reach reach me on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you know it can be like bad because you spend a lot of time on Facebook which means you maybe don't spend a lot of time on other stuff you should do like cleaning your house or whatever but it also means you like you really engage with your people with your folks you do I think you do live streams you ask people for their opinions 
um, like when it came to your logo and stuff. So people, you, you really like, hey, what do you like better? And I, I think that's really great that you check in with your community. So what they what they are like looking for. Yeah, that's right. Um, because I'm. I always think I, I'm not doing music just for myself. I mean, uh, mostly it's it's my music that comes to my head and I just produce it. Um, but I also wanted people who follow me now and who want really to listen to my music that they can say, hey, mm, that song, that style of the song wasn't for me. Maybe you should stay with your other styles or they can say, hey, make more live streams. We would see you talk to us. We, we want want to share some thoughts and stuff and I really want this to be a community and not an um I don't think that I'm above them I want to be part of them you know yeah and um are you also like because I think this engaging project it's like very fruitful it's it's a great thing personally but it can also make you feel so vulnerable yes that's like, right when you, when you when you get critique did you ever had critique that really crushed you or um on the internet not really I, I think I shared my stuff on other groups and there were some people who say oh you should uh, you should learn to sing and uh, what is that what what is this shit or stuff like that and um, sometimes I think yeah okay you could have said this in a nicer way but um, I would never say that everybody has to like my music and I I enjoy uh, people telling me their opinions because that means that they have listened to what I did and that they that I caused the feeling uh, inside of them maybe a feeling of joy maybe a feeling of weirdness or a feeling of disgust but I created something with my music or my art and also another thing is that I accepted me as being not perfect and that everything everything I do is therefore not perfect so when somebody says hey your, mus your music uh, sounds like shit I think okay um maybe because it's not perfect because it's not the way you would like to hear music but I don't care if it's perfect and many many people uh, out there I um, now see don't care either because I mean I have so many people uh, telling me hey do you do your thing won't do, don't ever stop with your music and your stuff and that tells me that many people think like I do yeah, and, you know, it's kind of a big relief when we, you know, when we started like this, like recording and it did not work out for the first 10 times because it was not a perfect setup, but we're like, just fuck it. We just do it anyway. Yeah. And I think what it's like, we just do it. We can like, we can rearrange stuff. You can correct stuff, you know, fix something here and there. But how can you fix or like make something perfect i'm not sure if there is such thing as perfect if you don't start at all because you're so afraid of not giving everyone a perfect thing which is not doable in my opinion but you just do it you start it and you you know then you just go with the flow yeah right uh, it's um it's the, everybody has another opinion of perfectness and everybody everybody thinks um i mean I mean, look at artists like uh, Picasso or something. So many people think, hey, yeah. this is beautiful. This is perfection. This is 
this is so great what he did and I'm just standing there and think okay for me it looks I'm sorry for all the Picasso fans but for me it looks like um, a child had drawn this um, people are different and opinions are t different tastes are different and therefore yeah. there's never one thing that everybody would love the same yeah and I feel what, what I find is a big distinguish you know I can I can appreciate an artist although I did not like what they do yeah right so I can you know, right. I'm not a big fan of Picasso but I appreciate him as a painter like what he achieved in like art history and stuff but I'm not like like n not like cheering as hard as I see uh, like paintings of him in compared to other artists because they you know they just more like my taste but still I appreciate him as an artist yeah right and I would never be the one who says hey uh, what he does is not art just because it doesn't uh, look like something I I would call art um, you know because art is what you make it and everybody makes something everybody can do art some can do it in an easier way some don't care some do it without even realizing it and um, we 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 aren't the ones who should be allowed to judge uh, if something is art or not because the creator tells us hey this is my art and i want to show you this and so you you can say no this is not art you can say hey it's nice but it's not my taste i don't like it but you can't diminish di di diminish diminish what's the word uh, <laughs> I'm, sorry. i'm not sure what you mean uh, you cannot make his art little. Oh, yeah, you can um, just say you don't belittle his art. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, so, what what kind of art do you enjoy personally? Um, I am a musical uh, artist, as not musical uh, like. Uh, Wicked or Broadway stuff, but uh, music and and stuff and liter literature and stuff. I'm not really someone who enjoys um, pictures or paintings or stuff. I mean, I can like it, but I'm it don't touches me. It doesn't touch me like music touches me. So music is my one and true holy art I have. It's like Nietzsche. Uh, without music, life would be a mistake. And I think there was this other song, I think 80s, 70s or 80s, music was my first love and it will be my last. Yeah, right. That's totally yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, any, any special genres you like? You know, we had metal before, we had punk rock. Yeah, I'm really into punk rock, rock, metal, steampunk, metalcore, but I also like jazz and classical stuff, uh, movie music, I mean, Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard, who can say, who can say no to them, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but mostly rock, you can say that. Okay. Um, I'm not really into hip-hop, and I really don't enjoy techno or elect electro stuff. I, I get that. I'm not a techno person, you know. I'm like from the rock and metal <laughs> area, you know. Sometimes you yeah. really like musical influences, you know. Happens from time to time. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, what does what does being an artist mean to you? I don't know. I'm still not used to uh, me being called an artist because I I don't feel 
different. I mean, I I know that I'm different to to other people, <laughs> um, but I I feel like myself. It's like um, I'm nothing special. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm nothing special. I just. It's just that there's some melody popping out on my head and just I just write it down and then I have a song and other people don't have this. Other people, for example, can uh, create uh, some technical stuff uh, which I could never do. And I I don't know what is what has been an artist for you. Uh, it's hard because I like I was just about to ask did you actually call yourself an artist or not because like it's kind of easy to not to call another person an artist but I find it so much harder to call yourself an artist because it always had like a mixed taste with expectations and like on the other hand it's totally fine when you're like fucked up in your flat you don't want to talk to people because you're living the miserable artist life in sweatpants and drinking wine or giant amounts of tea eating cookies and being all miserable and making art out of your misery I think I, I actually enjoy that but I think it like for me it was a, a I think I struggle in calling myself an artist still um, so is it easy for you or, or is it like are you getting are you getting used to that um, I'm, not sure. I'm slightly getting used to that um, I started out with calling myself a musician musician because um, it's easier to do that because I have uh, um, a musical Ausbildung <laughs> Yeah, you, I think you have a, like a uh, an education for quite a while. So you actually started doing music from like childhood. Yeah, right. I was uh, I was four years old when we uh, my sisters and when your parents forced you to do music. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. It's a fun, it's a funny story. Um, they came to us to into my sisters and they asked, "Hey, do you want to play the recorder? I think it's called this this wooden flute uh, children uh, play." Yeah, order, yeah, I think. Um, and in my head, <laughs> there popped up an image. I, I think I never told this to someone, but there popped up an image of me and my sisters being on stage <laughs> with our recorders <laughs> and people cheering us. <laughs> and then I said, yes, mom, I want to play a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> sister say um, they also said yes we started playing a recorder when we were four um, by the way we're tri triplets that's why I always say we and we were four years old yeah. and we started playing recorder and after four years we could uh, change the instrument and my sisters choose um, one choose the trumpet and the other one choose the clarinet and I wanted saxophone sadly um At the age of eight, I was exactly the size of a saxophone, <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't play it. So um, our musical teacher said, hey, just start with the clarinet, because the mouthpiece is uh, very similar and you can change to saxophone sometime. So I started with clarinet and totally forgot that I am allowed to change. <laughs> And now I'm playing clarinet for 17 years now. 
Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of glad that your like story was not a Jackson Five story with a with a parent that forced you to do music, but you all agreed on different instruments. And so, but now the, the interesting question is like, when was your first like stage experience, and was it like as you imagined it to be, like with five years standing on stage, people cheering? Was it exactly as you imagined it? <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> I think uh, people hate uh, hearing children play recorder. <laughs> But we always um, we always played in school, uh, always in every occasion. And uh, this goes on. This went on when we had a clarinet and trumpet, and we played at birthdays and stuff. Uh, our great grandmother. Um, enjoyed the trumpet and enjoyed us playing on Christmas and on her birthday and yeah then we we went to to gymnasium and well my uh, sister who played the trumpet and me we decided to make our abitur in music and so we have uh, abitur in our instruments so I, I played the clarinet she played the trumpet and we both have have uh, abitur in music and we also had to get nice. a de degree to be part of the orchestra we are now it's like uh, Bronze, I don't know how it's called in English. I never say this word in English. <laughs> But it's a bronze abzeichen. It's uh, like I, I think it's also bronze. What? It's it's also bronze, just differently ah, okay. pronounced. Yeah. But it's nothing special because uh, you do this when you're 11 or something like that. And uh, I never made a silver or golden uh, decree. You know, it It's, it's was... a stage from like the concerts you play for your family or, you know, just parents and they're all clapping because, you know, the kids are really trying. Nobody's enjoying it, but they are really trying. <laughs> Therefore, everybody's clapping to encourage yeah. the children. And now, you know, you, you made it kind of far away. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, yeah. If someone had told me when I was four years old and started playing the recorder that someday I would make an interview, <laughs> I would be so proud. No. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, 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 play, I, I know the feeling because I played the recorder and I was on stage, I think, with six or seven. And I also, we had that, that mall around Christmas time when there is like Santa Claus and everybody had to go there and say a poem. And no, I could play one song on my recorder and I go there and it was... I knew this. the minute I put the flute in my mouth, I knew it would be bad, and it was bad. And still, Santa Claus was like nodding, smiling. I think he was deaf after that. But it's like you could really see nobody enjoyed it, but all like really appreciated my try. Yeah, that's right. Boy, I think it was hell when we first started playing clarinet because you know you don't start with the clarinet; you start with. Uh, A mix of uh, a recorder and a clarinet. You have like the body of a recorder and the mouthpiece of a clarinet, and it's it sounds so evil and so disgusting. <laughs> Because have, have you ever tried? To 
Have you ever tried to play bagpipes? No, sadly not. Sadly not. I I love hearing bagpipes. We we once uh, played Highland Cathedral in orchestra, and we had a, a, a bagpipe with us, and it's so loud and it's so cool, and I love it. I love it. Love it. But I never tried it. You know, it, it's 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 cool when you can actually play it when you start to play it, and I tried it. Um, I live in this flat, you know, in like city city hall, like normal normal flat. Um, when you start to learn it, it sounds like you slaughter a pig. Like the pig is crying in full panic, and I felt like I could either like keep like keep learning it, but then I might have to move it's out like because my you, neighbors will. When you stop me. playing the um, the violin, it sounds like murder a cat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know. Also, my mom had a brilliant idea. Mom, my, and gave my brother like for his sixth birthday, uh, like a, a drum set for Christmas. And I had the, the room next to him. Luckily, he only was excited the first day, and then he was like, "Ah, never touching it again." So oh, I just good. had like very loud early Christmas mornings, and then I was safe. But you know, learning an instrument is like I think you really have to figure it out, and your environment has to suffer quite a bit. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> That's right. But still, you know, I think it's kind of good that you that you see the progress also, you know, when you start and you feel like, oh, there is no, like, no, 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 no uh, note is on point. Like, everybody is just cracky and squeaking. Yeah. And then when you, when you actually record it and you listen to it, like, some years ago, when you listen to, like, compare your records, yeah. you, you, and you, then you really feel the progress. And I think that's a good thing. It sucks to record your really beginnings in first place because you feel kind of ashamed. But when you then see the progress years or months or, you know, weeks later, it's kind of impressive. Yeah, you should hear my... my uh very th first attempts to sing because I... I didn't uh, in, uh, sing in, in, in key in any way. It was just horrible, horrible. And I was so ashamed and I I really, I did never sing. Uh, you know, can, can, can you put that up for your patrons? You know, I think that would be the point. Like you want to hear like your first record, put that on Patreon, like for like 50 bucks Patreon oh only. And all of a sudden <laughs> you'll have like a lot of people signing up. No, just joking. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't even know if I have it anymore. I, I send it to a friend. Maybe she has it. Oh God, hopefully she doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> you know, but the internet never forgets. So yeah. it might be out there somewhere. <laughs> oh boy. So so what what motivates you like on your daily life to like uh, to compose songs, to write songs? Um... I think the songs uh, themselves, because it's not like I, I say to myself, so now sit here and write a song. It's just like um, something pops up in my head, like uh, lyrics or a melody and stuff. And if I don't put it down uh, on paper or record it immediately, I will forget it. And then someday I will find it again. And then I think, hey, that sounds nice. I could make a song out of it. And then I just make it. But mostly, mostly my songs are finished in five minutes or ten. It's it's really weird. So you start with the music or the lyrics first? Um, that's uh, that's different all the time. 
sometimes I find lyrics and I don't know the melody at all. And sometimes I have uh, the melody, but I don't know what I could sing uh, with these melodies or what, what would uh, be good. Also, I just play around on my bass and sometimes I have some bass lines I like and then I think, what could I sing to that? And it's just, um, it's more like intuition and not like planning. It just comes. Yeah. Um, so, like, spoiler alert, your new album is coming out in, I think, like, nine days? Is it nine days on the 15th, right? Uh, no. <laughs> um, sadly, what comes uh, out is my first album, which is already out. It's uh, It will be uploaded on Spotify and, I think, iTunes. And a page which name I always forget, so we just stay with iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, it will come out there so you can enjoy it on Spotify. I planned to make my second album be out on Friday this week, but sadly my, my bass guitar um, broke and then I first had to find a bass guitar to borrow and now we have our gig on Saturday and after that I'm I'm gone for a week and it will be mostly September or in October until I'm finished and I'm very very sorry because I promised it to be this August but but we can see the end of it yeah you know it's <laughs> like it's like you know life happens so uh, do you want to yeah. but now you can use the cheeser like what 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 motivated you for especially that album you know what can people looking forward to oh it's so it's so different it was like uh, when i finished my first album i immediately immediately had uh, new songs and first i i put them out uh, as singles like let it rain or this town or stuff and this, all the songs i put out are gonna be on the second album too But okay. it's like um, daily life inspires me. It's things I hear, things I see. It's mostly things um, that um, are emotional to me. Like in the first album, I had a song about... Um, about war, about refugees, about suicide, about rape. And uh, mm -hmm. the new album is a little bit um, happier. <laughs> I was told I, I shouldn't make too much sad songs because people can't stand this. That's when the tea song happened. <laughs> I, uh, that's my favorite, you know, but I'm a tea addict. I admit it. But, uh, so it might be biased, but, you know, it's like, I think it's like, I don't mind depressive music at all, but I'm the person that listens to like black metal as like happy music when <laughs> yeah, they have right. a down day yeah so for me like a really like happy cheering song can actually be depressing yeah. for me because i feel everybody's so happy why am i happy <laughs> and but you know i get that not all your songs should be like super yeah, yeah. heavy and a burden it, it can be your style and you should not make like happy happy funny jokes if you don't feel like yeah, it's it but you know some balance is good and, and you know I'll it's it's always um, you can see it through my life it's always too much or too too less 
to few. I don't know. It's I never had I never went the middle way. And with my songs, it's I have the depressive and heavy songs, and I have the songs where I don't take me, I don't take myself serious at all at all it's like uh, i tried to, to write a happy song and it was the first song i just wrote down without changing what i what i did wrote before because sometimes i just write and write and then i yeah you know i uh, i change it here i change it there and there it was just like i i described exactly the thoughts i had when i wrote it and there comes stuff like oh jm you just used this word this word twice and that's not good and concentrate and stuff and it should have been a happy song but it's just um now it's a song where i don't take myself seriously <laughs> which can be a happy thing you know yeah that's right <laughs> yeah I'm very, uh, um, I like irony and sarcasm. It's like I, I will have a song on my second album where I sing about how much I want to be famous and I want to be like Lady Gaga and stuff. And everybody who knows me just knows, nope, that's not, that's not, that's not Jay at all. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I was just thinking like Gaga is like full, like... I imagine her like on the American Horror Story, which oh. had like a crazy, or like all her like stage performances where she's just like so crazy with her outfits. And then I remember you and pictures and that more grunge. I, I totally get grunge Nirvana style uh. 90s, you know. I get that. I, I, I'm more that kind of person, but so I feel like. I don't get the connection, but also like Gaga was highly criticized when she went more normal. I think on her like was it um, Joan? Her her like latest album. I, I have yeah. I'm not that much of a Gaga fan, but I really enjoyed her documentary on Netflix, where they portrayed that change from that like very eccentric character she played on stage to a more like normal yeah. in quotation normal singer. And how people and her fans reacted and, and uh, like how she struggled with going from all extra nerdy to like more like focus on the music and I find that quite interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's often with people, uh, with artists at all who are not uh, like... Um, like other artists, I mean, like, um, for example, Mariah Brink from In This Moment, she plays a character on stage, a very uh, sexy, dark, uh, queen, egoistic uh, character. And in real life, she, ha she has a son and is, is very nice. And she's, she's not so hard uh, and angry as she plays. And for example, Amanda Palmer, always gets shit about uh, what what she's doing and how she's doing because it's not people don't see it as normal yeah yeah you know she, she's like i think she gets quite a lot of critique um Amanda. yeah yeah um what i personally dislike is when like her fans like leech out like when there's like wars going on i think it's okay to voice critique you know when people bash and become trolls it's it's totally you know it's understandable that you want to kick a troll but when yeah, people sometimes right. people voice critic and i think it's okay to critique an artist what they do with your critique is totally their thing but i find it kind of tricky when the fan base creates often like a war against yeah. an 
intruder and I think I saw that quite a lot it's not it's not all it's not a phenomenon 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 uh, like all just for her stuff but I you know since I'm involved in that community I sometimes feel like come on people we can do better we try to go with the flow and be more appreciating and sharing and like giving each other like donuts and be supportive and then we kind of like get so angry and mad about like other people and don't spread like the kindness feeling she which is kind of crucial to her I read her book and she she explained a situation where she was kicked out of a of a piano store I think and she complained uh, by uh, towards her fans and then they wrote letters and stuff to the to the manager and she was not happy with that and I I wouldn't be happy with that either because fans are not an army fans are community I think and and we as I mean Amanda breaches empathy and stuff and so should her fan base I think they they should understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think what. Uh, yeah, I think that's what's kind of tragic because she she says don't be the ones with the pitchfork like we're challenging each other. Yeah, right. But she's like, I'm a person. I make a mistake. I admit mistakes. So it's okay to critique me. I critique other people, but please, you know, don't. Don't just be become an angry army. Although you might do it for like a reason that might seems good to you or no? I don't know. You know, you get you get what I mean. Yeah, right. Because like I said, we're not perfect perfect. Yeah. None of us is perfect and um I'm I also say you can Uh, criticize me however you want um criticizing is not bad but it's the way you do it if you just say your music is shit that's not that's not criticizing criticizing is an opinion and uh, then you say i think your music is shit or my opinion is that your music is bad or something like that but people often don't get this No, I think it's often like I, I'm always grateful for a critique and I actually received a really great critique for my last podcast and it was just like, you know, the introduction was a bit too long for me and, you know, you should fix maybe this or that, but I found this and that very yeah. interesting and then I I really appreciated that the person not only took the time to listen to all what I, you know, recorded and put together, but they also took the time and I really appreciate, even if it's bad critique, I appreciate the time when people give me feedback in a well-mannered way, like, okay, I did not like that, but this was great, or, you know, when they go into, like, not just, oh, no, that is bullshit or whatever, so they, they give you, like, something you can actually work on if you want, you don't have to, but they give you, you know, you know, pieces you can put together if you feel like it yeah that's true this, that's what I wanted to say too because I uh, the last time I uploaded a few uh, pictures of me with um, what I want to uh, dress like at the gig on Saturday and I asked my people um, if they like it what they would change what they think about it and stuff and many people replied and uh, criticized for example the tie they criticized my uh, fishnets they criticized my hair but it was funny because um, the ones who criticized my fishnet for example they liked my hair the ones who criticized my hair they liked my tie the ones who criticized my tie they like my shoes and stuff like that and then I realized um, I can always consume critic 
but I don't have to act on this critique at all because um, you can't you can't do it right to all of them no you can't please everyone I think that's a basic lesson yeah. you can't please everyone but what I really like because you engage a lot with the community and I think like people from like who are not musicians but come from different fields and they can actually help you I think it was when you asked for like makeup and something and then Natasha who is a make like a brilliant body painter and makeup artist yeah, people yeah, also like yeah. link her down below because I think her work yeah. is outstanding and I think she, she's like no don't use that that and that makeup because it's like super oily and it will not work out on stage that well and i feel like that that's crucial knowledge you can google that for hours you can like make that pitfall on your first gig and have a smeared face or through like sharing and asking you know you can get like you know people yes, help you and i think that's great and that, which is not a critique but like it, it's feedback that helps you like evolve as an artist no the hel uh, helping and, and supporting is, is um i don't take it as as a critique I, I am really I'm really grateful for that and it's it's so fascinating because the people that follow me on my page um, those are so many different people from different countries from different places cultures religion uh, and stuff and and I just like it because whatever I ask there's always someone who has an answer and when I for example my, my logo my logo <laughs> German German <laughs> um. You know, like when when I was in um, when I was in Finland and I, I was just like talking to a friend and I went with instead of bread I went with broad. <laughs> Yeah. Just wrote. Just yeah. pronounce it English. That's what I made fine. in French. <laughs> when I didn't know a word in French, I took the English one and pronounced oh. it French. You know, actually, this is how I, you know, I, I had to do my A-levels in French, in like oral French. And I, I was so lucky that like none of the teachers in that committee that like, you know, were sitting there and like, you know, I had my, my, my professor who would do that little like chat with me. Mm -hmm. And no, none of the other people spoke French, so they had no clue that I had no clue and just transferred like a made up words. And like my professor, she was like, she was, she was a bitch and I did not like her. But at that point she was like, yeah, nodding and smiling. So everybody thought she's such a professional, Nora. She's doing so great. And like later after I was done, my grade was okay. But my professor told me, Nora, you really made up half of the stuff you told, but you keep going. So everybody like, you know, if you can't make it go and fake it worked well that time but yeah i think i was also a bit lucky that she went along oh, yeah, with that. that yeah but it's uh, it's pretty cool so what i want to say about the logo <laughs> um no problem at all um i i made it um per hand i i, I draw it with my hand and then i knew okay i can't I can't have a hand-drawn logo. It's no, it's not good. And then I just posted it on Facebook and asked, "Hey, people, is there anybody out there, any designer who can make this into a, a logo?" And five minutes later, I had it. And it's so fascinating because it doesn't matter uh, what question I have—technical questions, musical questions. Uh, Riley, um, the the one with the green hair and the damn good makeup uh, I think she's called Android Girlfriend um, yeah uh, helped me with uh, uploading my stuff on uh, Spotify and iTunes and such things and I know it's so 
it's a great to have a community you can trust. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I had the same thing with my logo, actually, because I had a hand-drawn sketch and I feel like I can use that, but it will look very amateur-like and shitty. And mm-hmm. so I contacted Sawyer, like, from our group, and she did, like, I think within a day, she came up with, a, with a, like, my design. It was kind of similar because I gave her brief <laughs> directions, but she made, like, she topped it in, like, 15 levels. I was like, I could have never done that. I'm so glad. And I really like that, you know, a lot of us who struggle with a lot in daily life, finances, whatever judgment from the outer world health issues whatever but i think it's so great we support each other and it's it's you know if we can help out with money each other that's great but it's also like oh okay i can do that people just jump in you know when people ask me hey i need a quick photo thing you know just send it over it's no big deal and therefore like our quality involves a lot you know the quality of the stuff we make because we can actually focus on what we make because we have a great support system that we can contact and like uh okay i have an ask you know we 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 appreciate like when somebody asks and therefore we feel encouraged to ask ourselves which is a great thing because i think asking is kind of hard but we i think it's good that we normalize it no matter what the topic is, but we normalize asking. And I think that is a big, like, big benefit of, like, the art community we are in. It's not only the, the art community, I think. It's uh, supporting each other is the... Um, that thing that sticks society together and in the age of capitalism and uh, walls between rich and poor we always always forget uh, solidarity and supporting each other and that it doesn't hurt at all that we support yeah. each other one day I, I remember um, and I'm, I'm not telling you this to to think I'm such a great person or stuff I just oh, want uh, to share know, a I story. know that you're a great person so come on <laughs> take a little oh boy what have I done <laughs> no, I um, some girl posted um, something about she needed money like uh, 300 or 400 dollar and she she needs it as soon as possible possible because she doesn't have a job she only gets up in a few weeks and stuff like that and i didn't know her at all i never talked to her i i really didn't know her and this could have been really bad for me but i trusted her and i sent her um i think four hundred dollars and a few weeks later she she sent it back and we now facebook uh, connected facebook friends and she's so adorable and so nice and i'm so glad that i had her because uh, now she gives me so much uh, mental uh, support and stuff she also created a group um, grateful in threes i think it's called oh yeah yeah that's oh yeah, i love this group so... this group is my you know it's my i think it's such a like for those who don't know uh it's a group where you post like three things you're grateful of today and it doesn't have to be like a super shiny rosy day with everything is in pastel colors and you're glowing no it's only it's i think it's especially good for the shitty days oh, because yeah. because you feel like just a cup of tea can be something you're grateful of just a nice bath just a bath you know it's it's just about looking for the small stuff that can make you really make your day and it's it's really a good practice to appreciate um the small things that that make you grateful um because it's often the little stuff that matters yeah oh yeah 
So I know what we're talking about. And I think I also remember back, I saw it just, you know, like in the corner of an eye. I saw it when you did that and I feel like, fuck, that's a lot of money she, she's giving away. Um, because I, you know, I often, not often, because, but when I have some bucks left over, um, I give it to people and I never had a struggle with giving, with getting money back or just, you know, having it as a, because sometimes when I don't have money, um, I just give yeah. it as a micro loan to people and I always got it back and people were great. And when I give it away for free, you know, I, I never had like a problem with that. I, and so it made me sad to read when some people actually use this trust system and some people were kind of like left devastated because they gave and were yeah. treated in a bad way. Um, but I think this is just the accepted and not the rule. And I'm really grateful that we are good we can't ask for support. May it be financial, may it be, I think it's it's financial, it's just such a small aspect. It's it's like, I think Facebook often shows me these posts, but it has to do with a Facebook algorithm as well. But I think the most is the mental, the mental support of being part of a community that cares about you. Yeah, I think most people ask to be seen. It's like very yeah, often they're yeah. just, they're just uh, um, people asking for some mail or some virtual hugs or something. Often they just say, hey guys, I had a really bad day. Please just give me some love. And then there are hundreds of people who send love and wishes yeah. and everything. And it's just, a, it's, it's a family, I think. I like this community. By the way, we're talking about the AFP uh, Amanda Palmer yeah. fan community to people who don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we should maybe mention that. Um, so I think I'm mostly active in the unofficial group and not the official one. I, I don't really know why, because they are kind of the same-ish. But for me, the unofficial yeah, yeah one is a bit more family like yes uh, but there is not I think it's I'm not sure <laughs> yes. Go for it. Um, sorry I think it's different for everyone I, I think like um, first of all the official group was my family and then I realized I got uh, a little bit of not hate but people were annoyed because I posted too much and then I felt like okay this group had said there are thousands of people in here and uh, they all want to want to be seen in any way and maybe I should take a step back that's when I created my own group by yeah, the way yeah, um, and you unofficial group is like uh, smaller and therefore people are um, they they have it easier to write in there because they do you know what I mean? I can't describe it really. Yeah, it, it, I think the group is not. I think you know the, the official group. I think there are ten thousand or more than ten thousand members, and the unofficial one there is still like I think yeah. four thousand members. So, but it's I it's still smaller, and people are you know they are not bashing you if you post for the third time a day. I think they are like I think this is you know kind of like you know we are family we stick together although we are sometimes annoyed of each other but it's it's you know it's it's okay it's okay you know we all have a bad day we know that we sometimes share too much but i think they are more like how do i say it I, f I find it more cozy i think i find it more open in some way and 
that is the difference I figured out. I think the official one is more for like artists to be seen, and the unofficial one is also for people and their struggles with real life to be seen. Yeah, in that's interesting. Way. I never saw it that way, but it's definitely definitely interesting because I I post in the official group my. Um, when I have something to announce on my page, but I don't think that I ever posted in the unofficial group. It's like yeah, the maybe unofficial maybe group has such, a, has such a, has such a um, safe space vibe, and the official group is such a chaotic meetup. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think safe. Yeah, you know, it's not. I, I really like when the people when, when people don't feel safe in a group. But you know, we have to remember it's always a big group yeah. on the internet, so it's not really safe. But a lot of people care, and therefore it becomes a very nice and um, safe environment for mostly people of the queer community and also mostly white folks. Yeah. We have to be aware of that. It's. I don't want to go into like racial issues, so they have been discussed in the past before. But I think the, the, the for me the big difference is, as you said, you can post and share a lot of your stuff mm-hmm. on the official one to reach a broader audience that might be interested. But you can also share your raw thoughts and feelings on the unofficial one. And it's not like you know people are in both groups, but they're like a bit slightly different audiences, and they will you know meet your your feeling to be seen in a different way yeah that's right but you know i i can't hang on for that much longer so we kind of like did like naturally most of the interview questions i had but there is one left and i think that's a good closure one and i think um so the question is do you have any words of wisdom for people who feel (laughs) unreal or unseen as an artist oh wisdom um i would call myself wise but I just <laughs> you, ha- you, you have a, you have a wolf and in your name you know uh, that is a very wise animal I yeah think. it's my favorite animal yeah, kind of. it's not my last name at all it's my favorite animal maybe someday I, I explain to you what shame wolf means <laughs> but not today no um Wait, 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 now you're like teasering me like this one you know, like stay tuned a- after the short advertisement for donuts and books. We will it's do a the second <laughs> Yeah, but you know, certainly we, because we, I think we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but we will do a follow-up interview for sure. But, you know, first we do like the final question. Yeah, so what I like to say is um, I always tell my my people, um, it's my sentence, it's uh, keep on howling. And it's because obviously I have wolf in my name, in my chosen name, and wolves howl at the moon. But also I think um, artists howl out their art to the world and we're inspired by different things um, the things we are inspired by those are our moons and we howl out when the moon shines the brightest and there are people who think hey now's the wolf howling out again what shit does he do why can't he stop I want to sleep just stop howling it's annoying kill the wolf um, no don't kill the wolf <laughs> no don't oh. kill the wolf oh, don't do no. that <laughs> And um, I say to you, just keep on howling because they get over it. And you just you, you should howl as long as your moon is shining bright. 
Yeah, and I think like people forget that howling is a very social thing for wolves yeah. as well because they communicate that way. And and howling um, does not have to be perfect at all. <laughs> no, no, not really. And I think like a, a wolf actually doesn't give yeah. a fuck. You know, we already, we already, I, I think I already said shit a lot because then we have to, when we upload this on iTunes, we have to put it on explicit content because I use the S and the F word now. Uh, so I don't give a fuck, but I can't use the word right now. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of fuck. Um, so wolves actually don't give a fuck if their like voice or like what they do is perfect just say it again say it again <laughs> say it again fuckity <laughs> fuck yeah freckity fuckity fuck um for like the full experience no wolves don't give a fuck they just howl they just keep keep on doing because it's that's their thing right. you know they don't they, they don't have care. it in their soul they can't stop it's it's part of them and that's the same with artists it's it's part of our character it's part of who we are and we need to do this because um um, yeah because <laughs> like so your message is like just keep just keep doing what you're doing and, right and how can like you you mentioned that you kind of felt like online communities are a great place for you would you like recommend them for like aspiring artists as well to like test yes. you waters Yes, of course. As I, I started with my music, uh, I was um, encouraged by two friends of mine. And without them, I would have never, ever recorded something. And then the one friend helped me and helped me and helped me to uh, improve my voice and my bass. And they always say, it's not good, but you have potential. And that's what I like to say to you too, because maybe it's now not good. But everyone has potential. Everyone can learn to sing. Everyone can learn an instrument. Uh, and even if it's uh, something you like, uh, kazoo or something, uh, everyone can do music and everyone can do some art. And you just have to have to believe in yourself and you have to find people who want to hear you, who want to see things you do. Because as long as there's only one one person out there who wants to listen to my music i will creating mu i will be creating music i think that's a kind of another of a nice wolf and like a wolf like a metaphor because it's like you're doing it for the pack you're not doing it for the whole crowd but you're doing it for your pack and as long as your pack is there you will do it even if you're a lone wolf you will do it but you enjoy the company of a pack yeah you right. know? yeah, you yeah get what i mean it's perfect. <laughs> so I think it's it, it basically find your pack and like keep supporting each right. other, right? But it's basically the rule in everything we do, I think. <laughs> okay, great. So um, we will talk later after like maybe in like early autumn because then you can tell us about the tour you have, especially the charity events are like really curious. You will also be kind of super relaxed because you, you know, I'm not sure you're going down to the south and it's already boiling up here in the north. <laughs> So I'm not sure if you will have me that great, uh, like a, a, a calm holiday, but uh, you know, of course I wish you like a relaxing time. Thank and, you. Um, you know, uh, we will, you know, think about some topics to talk about, but uh, for right now, thanks <laughs> to you for joining uh, in. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> and 
yeah, always welcome. And I will put that up like soonish because I think we can just leave it. Since we, we preach like <laughs> imperfectionism, uh, we will just leave it like raw and rusty. And I will just add the wonderful like soundtrack that uh, another person from our great community did for me. So I will just add it in the beginning and the end. And there we go. Um, and so it will be most likely up this week or on the weekend because weekend, I think Sunday is my my podcast time like when i personally go and listen to podcasts and do household stuff and things or when i commute <laughs> okay okay then thanks a lot guys and um i will hang up now thank you bye, bye. some people like whiskey they're drinking it all night They're smoking their cigarettes And talk about life Some people like gin In a thousand different ways Some drink martini And some of them are gay And then there's me I like tea. I like tea. Yeah. Some people like to party. They're drinking wine and beer. I'm reading a book. Staying in here Some poor Jack Daniels All over the place Jim Beam, Johnny Walker and what gun out there is place And then there's me Hello <clears throat> I like cheese yeah. I like I drink my tea and I'm laughing evil. I like teaching kids. I like teasing people. I drink my tea and I'm laughing evil. <laughs> I like tea. Yeah. I like tea.